This is King's Chaos. I'm your host, Kyle Pepton, a.k.a. I am your host, Kyle Pepton, a.k.a. the Kingpin Parentheses of Spades. Forgot my own name there for a second for some reason. And today, I'm joined with an ADJ, Hannah Cox, and the lovely Madi Zuniga back again on the show. And do you know why? You can't answer that question because it's like a one-way communication. But for those of you who don't know, roughly around this time, I started my show last year, pre-recorded as it was. Um, but yes, so King's Cast is a year old, give or take a few days or whatever. But also this time, uh, the channel, Unis Honest, run by Markiplier and Ethan from Crank Gameplays, uh, began and died between the years of 19, uh, 2019 <laughs> and 2020. And, you know, we're here to talk about that because... It, I think it had an impact on a lot of people. Um, two out of three of the people in this room right now are were impacted by it, have seen it. Um, for those of you who don't know, Hannah has not seen it. So we're going to try our best to explain it to her. Because uh, for any of you who don't know out there, um, Unis Honest was a video a day YouTube channel run by, like I said before, Markiplier and Gang- Crank Gameplays. Uh, where they posted a video of them trying out something new or learning something new every day for a year. And then at the end of a year, they deleted everything. So you cannot find this channel again. Obviously, we can find like re-uploads, but you know, that that was kind of against what they were going for. The whole thing was to like live in the moment, start doing things, stop putting things off. And it, it was it was a really cool experience to watch and um one of our other members here uh, at wmsc our head programming and engineering manager nate williams uh also is a huge fan and unfortunately he couldn't make the show today but he did want me to mention uh that let's see um he wants me to mention that he watched all of it uh 300 66 videos, I believe, because 2020 was a leap year, in five days, most of which was watched at double speed. So he told me this yes last yes. night at the graveyard shift. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is amazing. That, like, honestly, it is crazy. So, Hannah, if you don't know, like these videos, a majority of these videos were like upwards of like 10, 15, 20 minutes wow he had no life for five days i mean yeah i i, I consider that a life i consider that pretty well off because they're a dedication yeah and dedication and I, I i will admit uh i did not watch every video same because i'm not um i don't have nerves of steel so anything they did scary or horror themed i'm like yeah i can maybe sit that one out so like when they they did um, a few videos where like, oh, we're watching the scariest videos on the Internet. I'm like, how to sit that one out? No. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'll stick with them uh, doing horseback archery. That one seems cool. Oh, that one was awesome. Yeah, See, I could get was... down with watching that. It, it was really cool. And the thing is, like these two just together are chaos energy as as we are here on King's Cast here. But it it's that like hilarious kind of partnership like they just went on they they're very good at improv 
And so they just went off completely on like every episode and they were just dying um, in laughter, obviously, uh, in almost every video. And, you know, I think that translated a lot to the audience because I was. And it, it's sad that like you cannot go back and relive those moments. Like I said, you can watch the re-uploads, but like, come on. It's not the don't same. Do that. It's not the same. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture or I, I had I had to Google this because I needed a visual image. Oh, correct no. me if I'm wrong. I'm looking at the right thing. Yes, you are looking at the right thing. So I'm looking at like a optical illusion, like black and white spiral yes. with one guy in a black suit and one guy in a white suit. Yep. Okay. So what are these guys? name? Are their names? So the white suit, I, I forget who or what, but correct me if I'm wrong, Marty, because you can see it. I can't. Uh, the white suit is Markiplier. You are correct. Yes. So his name is just Mark. And then the black suit is Crank Gameplays. His real name is Ethan. And so they're mostly, they they usually just do gaming videos on their main channels. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Markiplier, Crank Gameplays, they started a new channel called Unis Honest. Obviously, they're not deleting their entire livelihoods. <laughs> um, so yeah, they usually do just like gaming videos and stuff. And this was kind of like a way to do more uh, try new things, get out of their comfort zone. And um, obviously they went off script a lot. A big one, uh, I don't know if it's a favorite amongst the community, but one of my favorites, and I think one of Madi's favorites too, is when Ethan, um, he has, what is he, ADHD or dyslexia? Uh, I think he has ADHD. Yeah, it's one of those things, which doesn't, it isn't pertinent to this, but I, it's just worth mentioning. Uh, he spent a good five minutes in video time uh trying to fi figure out what the word skillet was oh he's like skrillet <laughs> skittle skittle <laughs> and i'm just like he, he's like, he's like asking mark to help him out he's like i'm not telling you what it is but you, you can figure it out he's just like skrittle he's a skrittle like <laughs> nice so many times he was hilarious. like i don't know what the context was i mean you really don't need context for any of it but he they were making sausages i think and they were trying to get a pan. He was trying to find out what the other word for pan was. And for the life of him, he could not figure out skillet. And he was so close to. Uh, it was a not it's it was an experience. I will say that it's it was, was definitely something different. And, you know, they involved the community in a few of the videos, too. They had some songwriting competitions. They gave their. What is a hundred? thousand subscribers silver play button is it bronze no um actually i don't think there is one for a hundred thousand i think a million i know a million subscribers is gold did they reach a million i can't remember i don't, I don't remember either anyway they gave away one of their youtube play buttons to a viewer of the channel uh which was cool they went to their house this was before covid um and just gave it to her and hung out with her which was cool and, you know, obviously they started in November of 2019. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, but not for long. So uh, November, December, January, February, March. They had about five months out of 12 where they could go about and do things. And then obviously, if you've been paying attention to the news or just history, uh, we've been in lockdown for the past March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, November. Uh, 19 months? 
Mm-hmm. Sounds like good that. to me. Close yeah. enough. So we've been in this pandemic for 19 months. Obviously, those first, what, nine, eight, nine months were the major lockdown where, like, you can't go anywhere. And then it lifted a little bit where it's like, it's ill-advised to go anywhere and then so on and so forth. But yeah, so for a good portion of the lifespan of Unisonis, which was only a year, they couldn't really do much. And so they were forced to do a lot of videos uh, at home over Zoom, I guess, because they live in different houses. Mm -hmm. And some of them were good, but, you know, like it doesn't have that same thing about going out there and trying new things. And they actually made a video about that closer to the end. Mati, you remember this one, right? I maybe I'm blanking out. Yeah, it's so they did the whole week of like camp related stuff, nature related activities. And at the very end of that week, they had a whole like 30 minute video just like reflecting on it on 2020 and stuff. And they were just skipping rocks and being like, was this the right year to do it? Because obviously they didn't know, but they had to be like, I feel like we've lost a lot or that the people, the people who watched it, the viewers and fans feel like, oh, well, they lost like half of the lifespan. So they're just going to extend it for a year and we get more content. Yay. Hooray for us. And they're like, no, that's not the point of this. The whole point there, I forget the exact wording, but like this was a good year to do it because of this, because it shows you how unexpected things are and how much you can not so much lose, but in other words, be like, Hey, I can, I no longer have the opportunity to do this because of, you know, the entire world being shut down. Mm-hmm. So, and they wanted to start what they, they wanted to finish what they started. Yeah. And, and they, they, they truly made the best of it. In my they really opinion. did. Also, and, um, they do get a silver play button for 100 K. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. It's, I, I mean, I've never gotten that far, so I wouldn't know. Me and my maybe one day subscribers. <laughs> 170. Oh, excuse me, Kyle. <laughs> we can put a K on the end. Put a K on the end. I wish. I mean, I actually I don't know if I like that much. Like having a bunch of people watching me, having fame for lack of a better word. I, I just don't feel like it suits me. It's a lot of pressure. It is. And you know, I don't do anything that like can get me in trouble, obviously. I'm not putting out any high risk videos they're literally me sitting in front of the computer doing art and kind of talking over it so now on this show did they do anything high risk were they like the daredevil duo or they doing more laid back kind of stuff culturally in, in terms of like getting canceled nothing high risk i don't think uh there were a few videos or there was one video where they uh, tased themselves oh yeah so that was fun. And then they pepper sprayed themselves also. <laughs> yes, pepper spray. That I feel like that one was probably worse off. So not all of them were like painful experiences. Like some of the stuff was like general fun stuff. Goat yoga, horseback archery. Uh, I think they learned how to milk a goat too. Yes. Okay, so, so it's relatively wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, relatively wholesome. But there were a few where they're like pushing themselves to the limit for lack of a better term like what was your favorite video of theirs oh it's so there's 365 of them i have one that always comes to mind okay you go first um it's titled ethan becomes a man so basically uh marco pyre or mark he's teaching ethan how to make uh chica's uh, dog bed and he's like learning how to use oh. a hammer and a nail and it's the most hilarious thing in my life 
there was a um there's a part where he's just like hey man i've never done hard labor ever in my life so you gotta give me a break <laughs> it's hilarious and then that one that video ended with uh ethan being shot with a paintball gun oh yeah <laughs> so yeah that's another thing the they... correlation between making okay. a dog bed and so for context one of their earlier videos was mark reviewed a some kind of hamburger and ethan was in the background with an easel of just keywords. And whenever Mark said one of those keywords, he would get shot with a paintball gun. Mark at some point had enough. And so they made some kind of deal where it's like, okay, I get now in the lifespan of this channel at any point, I get to shoot you once with a paintball gun. It was either that. So the ultimatum was that, or I get to shoot you right now. Ethan went for the long-term pressure of when is this gonna happen? And then a few months later, it culminated to that one. You just see him, you know, doing his thing, attempting to make this bed. And then you just see Mark get a, a <laughs> measuring tape. He's just slowly doing like 10 feet. And like Ethan does not even notice because he's turned the other way. And then he takes a tape. He's 10 feet away. He has the, the paintball gun in his hand. He's like, hey, Ethan. He turns around. He's just like fear in his eyes. <laughs> oh, no. It's so funny. He's basically just gave him the look of it's time. Mm. Yeah. This, this is going to happen now. This is giving me very much like Rhett and Link gone emo. Yeah. Am, am I am I right or am I wrong? I haven't seen much of Rhett and Link, say, but gone edgy. Yes. Okay, maybe edgy. Yeah. They're they're very much like they are a duo, but they are a chaotic duo. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay, so Mari, I'm going to ask you this: When did you first um, come into contact with Unis Honest, for lack of a better word? When did you first start watching them? I was late in the game. I started when um after you know the when they after the pandemic hit, they were, you know, in, in their homes. Oh, okay. But the part that I caught up to was when they started meeting again in person. Oh, and they okay. started doing like things at Mark's house or things at Ethan's yeah. house. Okay. Like, together. Yeah. I only got in a few weeks late. Um, because I kept seeing the videos from the channel. I'm like, that looks a lot like Markiplier. <laughs> But I'm like, Unis on it. I'm like, oh, it can't be him. And then I saw a Markiplier video where he mentioned Unis on it. I'm like, oh, that is him. And so I spent, so keep in mind, it was like three, four weeks out. That is 21 to 28 videos, I believe. Wow. And um, I watched them all in a day when I had a final to do the next day. <laughs> so instead of studying, I spent an un godly amount of hours watching the catching up to this channel and doing what they did and most of them were relatively short like i said the 10 15 minute mark but one of them they did was an escape room and that was upwards of 30 minutes oh, yeah. so that you know also uh took a lot of time out of studying still passed the final though so uh then no it, then it was all no regrets up. no regrets <laughs> what comes to mind is uh you know how they did the countdown every day like getting yes. closer and closer i the number that comes to mind a lot is 198 so i feel like maybe that's around when i started when oh, it was like okay. not 198 and counting yeah i feel like that's where i started okay that's kind of cool i'm just noticing as i'm sitting here that you are wearing a unis honest yes. sweatshirt because i have like i just looked it up on youtube on not youtube on google so i right. just see the general images and we have like an hourglass with like 
skulls. Yep. And I'm looking over and I realize that that's the sweatshirt you're wearing. Uh-huh. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, so I, I see here. that we have a really big fan on our hands. I mean, I was genuinely invested, I think. I don't, I, my only regret is I feel like I watched it more for entertainment than like actually taking the message. I don't think I did too much over the course of span, like trying things. I mean, top thing I did was uh, learn 3D modeling. Hey, that's cool so, though. Yeah. Wait, so when you say the message, what were they trying to like convey to the audience? Like, were they trying to teach the audience? In like a very dark term, like you said, edgy, uh, dark term, like you we all die at some point we just don't know when that is so like might as well live your life now and do what you want to or like like the pandemic you might not physically have the chance to do it anymore or for a long time Hmm. and that's part of them like also deleting exactly if you didn't catch up yeah technically you're supposed to not be able to but like i said you can't stop 7 billion people from re-uploading. So how many views would each one of these videos get? Um, I think it, it was it definitely fluctuated a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the average was somewhere around like 900,000 to 1 million. Wow, that's, yeah. a, that's a big audience. Yeah, big. and like even the audience, like Markiplier's audience is upwards of the 48 million subscribers really that sounds close somewhere around it it's obviously it's definitely higher than it was a year to two years ago but that being said they only reached like three million subscribers i'd say only but compared to the creator's own audiences exactly right now million versus three yeah right now markiplier has 30 million subscribers i thought what was truly impressive is that they both you know, they both balanced Unis Honest and their own channels. Yeah. Like they, because Unis Honest was every day. And so and were then, both of their channels. Yeah. The and part. I think it was just amazing how like they worked so hard, which is when they did their, uh, their, uh, their video recently last week about, you know, celebrating the one year anniversary of the death of their channel. You know, Mark started going off saying that um, he's like, wow, we did so much in one year. Like we're always busy, you know, we're always doing this and that. But then after that one year, he, he missed the busy, even though it was probably very stressful. Yeah, it was. He talked about how he, he, he actually missed it. Yeah. I, I do want to ask you this, Hannah, because you have not seen it at all. I you have are, not. You were completely unfamiliar. I, I've never seen these images. Like 30 on my minutes com- ago. Yeah. They did 366, mostly different things. I want you to name what one of the things you think they did and we'll see me and Marty will see if they actually did it they okay they probably ate like bugs or like really gross food yep <laughs> I feel like that's a classic that was a good one um let's see what else would they do um I feel like they would do something like explosive like put Mentos in a coke bottle I know that's like generic but I feel they like they did, were, I feel like they're trying to destroy something. They did bottle rockets once. Okay. So the whole it wasn't Coke and Mentos. It was the um Alka Seltzer and baking like vinegar or something, where it's that like compressed glass, you turn the bottle upside down. And... Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. They had uh, an egg launcher. They did? Well, it wasn't really an they made it into an egg launcher. It was actually like a it was like a, I think a tennis ball launcher. Yes, for the dog. So, and then they just put like an egg in it and the egg just broke inside because, you know, egg yeah, it's compared egg. to like a ball. Yeah. It's going to break us in, in the machine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, I'm getting very like physics, physics, like experiment. Some of them were. Yeah. 
I mean, they did want, you know, the meme where it's like, how many slaps would you need to cook a chicken? Yeah. They tried that. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember it working out too well for them. Okay. So very like internet viral. Yeah. It, it was like a little bit of everything, like some internet based stuff, some like actual genuine personal growth stuff, like survive uh, in the woods for 24 hours. Uh, they did, they were, they, like I said, they did a whole bunch of nature camp stuff, but okay. I don't think they were in any real danger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, That'd be more interesting, but it would talk about personal like, growth. <laughs> I don't think they had, you know, that there'd be a lot of liability and like, I you know, if one of them a... gets mauled by a bear. Yeah. Oh, I just think of, uh, the one where Jack Sabatai featured in one episode. Um, they did the paraffin wax. Yes. And I don't know why that just. That got to me. Like it was, I was dying. Yeah, they just spent like ten minutes playing around with, like a wax machine. So like you know, on like TikTok where people would be like five layers of wax, ten layers of wax. Yeah, they just did that for ten minutes. Like and when they, you go to the candle shop and it's like I have exactly. a peace sign of my hand and a candle. Exactly. Souvenir. That. Best part is it was since it was paraffin wax, it made them super soft. Like you could see it's smooth. Yeah. Like <laughs> that. That one was a cool one too. And they didn't get many guests but they got like quite a few obviously uh you can't really get guests in covid true but they had um like monty said jacksepticeye i don't know i do not know uh, he's another youtube gamer uh james charles they did for one. Oh, that that one was my first video now that i remember now that uh, you mentioned it that was my first video they did a military training course with uh james charles oh i mean I cannot say I'm a fan of James Charles, but however, I might watch that just to see. I don't want to yeah. say him suffer through it, no. but it was truly inspiring since yeah. uh, James had his his nails done. Oh, also. Yeah. It, he was really pushing he was himself. Pretty glammed. And yeah. it was just amazing how like, he actually went through most of the course. Yeah, he did get through a lot of it, which was really cool. Did um, so like when they would have a guest, would they collaborate on that guest YouTube channel? I or were they like, we're just going to make our own content? Usually it was just their own content. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't watch James Charles, so I don't know if they've ever done it uh, with any collab on his channel. But uh, with Jacksepticeye, they're long friends. So like Mark and Ethan have been on his channel just to play games and stuff. So they've done that all. Uh, Unis Honest wise, I don't think anything ever left that the main channel yeah like there was no there from my knowledge there was no video saying featuring unis honest today it would either be just markiplier or ethan or maybe you know they have to be maybe both be there but it was never just like unis honest is here with us today right now where does the name come from so it is latin for one year oh so pretty self-explanatory and then their other the tagline to the whole channel is uh memento mori which is Okay, I don't want to say it's Latin. I, I don't want to say either one of them are Latin. I'm pretty sure they are, but take it with a grain of salt. But Memento Mori is uh, Remember You Die, which, like I said, is the whole point of the channel. You never know when, you know, like you don't get the opportunities to do what you will again. And honestly, I really think, uh, you know, like I said, they're chaotic energy and they just did a lot of stuff for fun and stuff. But Overall, it was a really fun experience. And I def- I actually think it helped me. Uh, I, I don't want to know about help me, but it uh, struck a chord with me, for lack of a better word. Like, I really do believe I would not be here today if I did not learn that message. Mm-hmm. So like I, like I said, maybe I didn't do 
a lot within the year that it happened, but this year alone, and I might use this idea for another episode uh, toward the end of the year, but I have written several songs that are like, not just written, but like music wise that are like on my YouTube now and you can watch them. Uh, I don't know if you know too much about the musical we wrote here for College Radio Day, but I was a part of that. Um, 3D modeling, of course. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just so much I've done in this past year that I don't think I would have taken the initiative to do had it not been at least to some part for this channel. Honestly, um, they also inspired me a bit too. Like, you know, they did so much in one year and similar to you, I felt like I've done so much different this year. Like for one, being part of WMSC, never thought I would be, you know, on a college radio station. At first I was just editing. And then I I don't know, I'm just like, hey, you know what? I should be newscaster. (laughs) Let me be on air. And now I'm I'm here on King's Chaos talking about Unis Honest. How is being on air? It's amazing. Honestly, like right now me talking, I, this was not me the first time I did the newscast oh, on yeah, the no. Thursday buzz. I was terrified. I would just be like, you know, talking small, you know, just do my newscast and then staying quiet for most of the time. And then, you know, uh, the producer of the morning buzz, Kenny was just like, Hey, you know, you should just talk more. <laughs> Cause you know, you don't have to, you're not just doing the newscast, you know, yeah. you're, you're part of the show. It's okay for you to talk. <laughs> you think, you think that's nerve wracking. Imagine doing passing your ADG test during zoom university no way yeah doing doing your entire show pre-recorded using only zoom and premiere to edit and then coming back in the summer and be like hey you're running the morning show get used to the board again i'm like oh that is two different worlds Uh uh-huh it it will i will say it, it was an adjustment getting back to this right there's something to be said for just being live in the studio yeah and i i'm gonna ask you now how does it feel to be live it feels great. First off, how, many, how much prior experience have you had in here? Um, because as an ADJ, you do have to shadow. So this is probably this is my fourth or fifth show. Oh, nice. So I, I'm getting in the groove of it. What other shows have you been on? Um, I've been on Pop Culture Shock. Nice. I've been on uh, On Your Mind. Oh, OK. We got one more in there somewhere. <laughs> Some of them I showed up to and they got canceled. Yeah. But, you know, that happens. Um, but, you know, I think it was really cool listening to y'all talk about how, like, this show inspired you. Yeah. And, like, that was their whole message. And even though, like, in that moment of watching those, maybe you weren't doing all these big, great, awesome things that you wanted to do. Um, but it gave you a sense of community during the pandemic of like something to watch someone to someone to connect to like they you have two friends talking over zoom and like you're probably talking to your friends in class yeah. over zoom you know uh, i um, wish i was that lucky uh, for some reason art students don't like to talk over zoom oh. for me um it was more like my hometown friends rather than my on campus friends because yeah. i don't, at the time i only had like one or two so but um we did this thing especially during the pandemic we would uh facetime each other all the time so we do like a group facetime and just like there's four of us and now the group is you know slowly the chat is growing a little bit to like six people now but we would basically we would be on the facetime all day long like we would just listen to each other's lives all the time in the background like you know someone might be you know sitting outside with their family and then in the background you hear someone screaming because they're playing (laughs) a dead by daylight (laughs) like (laughs) 
Yeah, me and my friend used to, in like the early months, like the start of it, March, April, uh, we used to FaceTime and I convinced him to buy Animal Crossing, uh, having never played it before in my life either. So we both bought it and kind of hung out on it. Thing is, neither of us had like the Switch online. Wow. So we weren't visiting each other's islands. We were literally just playing two separate games while talking to each other. You just, you're probably just like, hey, I shook this tree and some wasps came out. I'm oh. currently running for my life. Yeah. That game I have not touched since April of 2020. I haven't touched that game since I think probably like a month ago. And my sister, she has been begging me to play, to go on her island. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. The thing is, you think, you know, the way I describe it, she'd be like maybe 10 years old, maybe my younger sister. No, this is my older sister who's <laughs> going to be 23. And <laughs> it has a big fan base. It, it does. Like, okay. I don't own a Nintendo Switch, but my roommate does. And even before, like, I was with my roommate and like, I would watch her play Animal Crossing. I would watch Animal Crossing videos on YouTube because, like, it's visually appealing. Yeah. So I'm just watching people sit at home playing Animal Crossing never played it in my life and i'm like oh yeah wow look i get look the appeal I, I do get the appeal of it it's just not a game for me There's zero action it's just, yeah i didn't it's, i didn't it's love slow it. pace that's why sometimes i try not to go back to it and yeah. then my sister's just like hey you promised me an hour and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so uh hannah what did you do during those like early months to keep in touch with people and stuff like any new skills or whatever you did during those like first two three months right um I so during the the big part of that pandemic, I was still in high school. Oh wow! And I I'm from North Carolina, and so our COVID restrictions were a lot different than they probably were up here. Yeah, you know, we still were out of school, you know, for all of that period of time. But I was still able to go and see people. I only saw like my very core group of friends, right. aka three people. Um, Nothing wrong with that. And, you know, those were the people that were special in my life. So I was able to see them, but just not as much. Right. Mm-hmm. We we're still trying to be careful. Um, I did work. I worked in a restaurant. Oh, wow. um, and so the restaurant, I witnessed the restaurant industry get totally just impact and flipped upside down. Yeah. Um, we went, you know, to all to go orders. And so you're running a restaurant and when you're supposed to look out and see customers, um, there's none and you're just have like a counter full of to go orders <laughs> and they're all just brown paper bags and you're trying uh, to figure out, yeah, you know, I who's Brian C and who's Brian G. And, um, and so I did notice that I did fall out of touch with some people yeah. and that was something really hard to kind of deal with and learn to navigate but it was something all of us were um but once things started opening up i realized how important it is to stay in touch with people and even now when i live 12 hours away from my closest friends and i haven't seen them in four months and i'm not going home till christmas oh really really yeah um and so i've learned the importance of scheduling time yeah, with those people definitely. to be like okay we're going to sit down on wednesday night and we're going to eat dinner together over facetime or a daily checkup or maybe it's me just sending them a meme <laughs> and i'm just like i send them like a, a meme or like an instagram real like haha thought of you honestly me and my friends are the same even though i live an hour away and nice. my friends <laughs> they not only do i live an hour away but they live like 20 minutes away from where i live 
So they uh, live in my hometown and I moved away. And sometimes we're just like randomly we'll start talking, be like, hey, we should have like a mini get together this weekend. Or like they're like, hey, how about we go to the mall or go to the movies? And like, but we have to plan it because yeah. like we're, we're busy and then I have to plan, hey, uh, am I going home this weekend? Am I going home next month? What are we doing? And it's weird because like you live so far from your friends. Yeah. And like it's I do a similar thing, even though my friends are just an hour away. Yeah, an hour seems like nothing now. Yeah, an, an hour is time. nothing. Uh, I'm jealous because I will admit I don't I'm not that good with like this whole planning thing. Like I don't FaceTime my home friends at all. I mean, I feel like I lost I fell out of touch with a lot of my friends uh after high school which is it's not you great grow up, you yeah change. yeah you the people i'm still with i'm the people who i was friends with then and i'm still with now those are the, the people that i i don't know click with me the most that i don't want to say i like the most because that sounds mean but <laughs> it's point being said like we grow and then we're still able to relate to each other and that's why i mean I'm, i've been friends with uh one of my friends since like second grade so if we ever fall out of touch, something bad must have happened. The world is coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and my best friend, we've been friends for this year. We made eight years. And nice. I was like, let's say like, yes. And then um, we had this running joke where um, I call him my best friend. I have to go, hey, bestie, what's up? And But he'll never admit that um, I'm his best friend. Oh, but that's the joke. Mean. And then recently he admitted it to me. He's like, hey, we're besties. And I'm like, finally, oh. I, I oh, even post so on sweet. Instagram and everything. I'm just like, yes. <laughs> We're best friends and um, officially best friends, officially best friends. And we even I told them, say, hey, we need a day during the year to to show that, OK, that so much time has passed. So I said, you know what, since I'm very with the whole best friend thing, you can pick the day. Oddly enough, he picked as a joke. We don't do this, but he's like, oh, you know, what? I'm gonna pick 420. And I'm just like, but why? He's like, because it's funny. I'm doing it for the meme. Oh, goodness. I'm like, but none of us do such action. <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? But why not? So he, now sure. he should have chosen the day that he called you his bestie. Like that's what like I would have like thought. An anniversary. Yeah. This is the funny part. We don't remember how we met. We just know that we just became friends and we started talking. And I was that annoying best friend that always bothered him since middle school. I, but honestly, I still don't, he's the only friend I don't remember how we met. Honestly, I think about that a lot. I know how me and my friend from second grade met. We were in the same camp group uh, together. We just kind of were for the next five, six years or whatever. But my other friend from high school, I've only known him. Uh, tick, 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 tick. Uh, this would be minus three years, minus another two. Let's say five, six -ish years. Mm -hmm. That would put me in sophomore, junior year high school. Mm -hmm. I was in almost every class with this kid since freshman year and i didn't start like actively talking to him or pretty much anyone in till junior year so for context i was in this uh group of like 40 or so students called the early college academy basically we took college classes along with our high school class i did that yeah I have an associate. I graduated with my associate's degree. Same here. Oh, you did? Yeah. Awesome. That being said, there were 40 kids and more often than not, we were all put in the same class. There were some instances when they split it up to like 23 and five or whatever, 23 and seven for some reason, instead of doing like, I don't know, 20 and 20 or however the math worked out. Mm -hmm. Point being is there was a big class and then a class with barely anyone. I don't get it, but you know what, whatever. And 
that with that, like I talked to like one. So the first day of school, I met one kid. We talked immediately became friends, but then like, I didn't talk to anyone else in that group of kids until like late sophomore, early junior year. I don't know why. I don't know how, but that's when I got most of my friends. It didn't keep all of them, unfortunately, but I cannot fathom why that happened. But that just reminds me of a little thing we have for the general meetings called the corner crew. Corner crew. <laughs> like, hey, Kyle's part of it. But um, <laughs> at first, it would just start off as me going to general meetings and just sitting in the corner by myself because I am the biggest antisocial person you you will ever meet. That's okay though. And um, at first, it's like you know I'm just sitting here by myself. Um, maybe like some few people would sit there for a little, look, just have a quick conversation, then they'll move. And then I met Laura. Um, the segment producer on the Thursday buzz she uh producer the segment she does the music now. segment and the, oh yeah now she's, she's co-host. co-host i just remembered oh thank you kyle um i gotta make sure she gets that proper title um <laughs> and also happy hour co-host and happy hour co-host imagine just like pulling out her credits <laughs> and then um and then kyle showed up one day he just sat there he's like hey i'm only here because someone took my seat i was late <laughs> to the meeting and so i was banished to the corner and then uh who else was there i think it was lana after that and then kyle just came back to us he just keeps coming back to us Aww. sorry i also um included isaiah who is the morning buzz uh, assistant producer. producer yes and then last week i noticed kenny was there too he was yeah. just standing there I'm like hey he- well that's the thing isaiah is very uh few and far but uh no that's not the way to say it Isaiah rarely can show up to the meetings yeah. because of class. So Kenny had to make the most of it. <laughs> we we made I made it official. I said whenever you can be here, you're part of the corner crew. And we're growing by the meeting. Yeah. Well we can't hear anything, but okay. yeah, it's nice. It's usually um, I'm sorry for saying this. Please don't fire me again, Kenny. But it's always the S and T that talks so loud that we cannot yeah, hear what, they what they're have saying. Have you been to one of the general? Oh ones? yes, I have. And I usually kind of sit towards the middle. I sit right next to the podium. Uh, and and y'all are so chatty back there. Oh, you like us so, corner crew? We're we're a little we're chill. We're, okay, we're not, maybe we're I haven't loud. ventured but that far the into the corner. Just no, like we whisper, do, whisper, we do whisper. talk quite a bit. I'll have to mosey crew. over there yeah. and be like, "Hey, corner crew, I'm Hannah. Nice <laughs> to meet you." I can uh, as as the founder of the corner crew. I oh, officially say. I, you, I would say yeah. I will introduce myself to the corner crew. I'm so excited. Corner crew established 2021. Oh, nice. So back to the early college thing, how many people were in your class of it? So I didn't go to an early college. I went to um, a high school that you got into in in sixth grade. So it was six through 12. Oh, okay. And you got in by lottery, but it was a public school. It was just like a relatively normal high school, except it had like more advanced teaching. Got it. However, the community college is like a straight shot down the road. Right. And so we had a partnership with the community college um, so that in high school, you could take college classes and with the intention of graduating with an associates and you pay like basically nothing. Yeah. And so freshman through senior year, I took college classes. Mm -hmm. And so I graduated with, I actually got my associate's degree my associates in arts before my high school yep. diploma <laughs> same year <laughs> and i'm like wow i'm a college graduate before i graduate i don't high need school. this anymore yeah and so then all of my 60 credits transferred over here to montclair yeah. and so i'm only going to be here two years nice i ended up here three uh, probably because i'm an art major and they require a lot 
to graduate. Oh, okay. But like all my gen eds, I didn't have to. Yeah, I. So I'm coming here. I'm going to graduate in 2023. Nice. And so it's weird. It's like, do you know what? Uh, do you have a major picked out? Oh yeah, um, I'm journalism and digital media. Oh cool. Yeah. So I, it's like I graduate high school and then bam, straight into your major. Go for it. It's like bam, you have to do internships and this and that yeah. and that. It's like I'm going to graduate soon. <laughs> You're essentially a junior right now. I I am like on the record, like yeah, everything and on the school considers me a junior by all means. It's crazy. And so when I meet people, they're like, oh, like what year are you? I'm like, well. I'm a freshman, but like I'm I'm a junior credit wise. So I'm technically technically I'm a junior. Like I don't technically like I don't want to be that person that's like, well, actually, I'm but like I have to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me who's been here for four years. Really? (laughs) I've been here like since 2018. Oh my gosh. Graduating next semester. I'm just like, wow, you say three, you say two, and I'm just like, I suffered here for four years. Well, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm a little bummed that it's only three years because I'd like here like this has been give or take a few instances of with like infrastructure and you know say what you will about Tanalo or whatnot <laughs> uh but like this has been a really good year and i'm sad that i'm not gonna have another one because i haven't there's a lot of people i've met this year that didn't come to the school when i first joined mm-hmm. those uh some examples jared kenny yaz a big portion of the SMT here at WMSC. And they're just, they're going to be here next year and I won't. And it's sad. Yeah. I think about that too, where um, since I joined WMSC so late in my college career. So like, like I said, I'm a senior and I feel sad that I just now joined and, you know, I'm part of this group and I'm just like, I meet all these amazing people who are also going to stay here. Like you said, longer than, than, you know, we are. And it's just, I just think about it like, wow, like is, I'm, I got to make the most of it now, which is why, like I said earlier, I became newscaster. So, you know what? I'm going to make the best of it. Go on air, you know, get in there. Maybe one day I'll I'll um, go for a producer again. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I just try to make the most of it before May 2022. Right. And I, I asked how many people were in your uh, early college. Oh, six. Group or- um, my each grade was 60 kids. Really? Well, wow. technically 66, but it dwindled down right, over the yeah. eight years to about like 60 that in the graduating is weird class. Because no, the... not everyone graduated with an associate. Right, yeah. It was it was optional. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's weird that I say that because obviously, yeah, it's optional, but also it, at least for my school, you had to score a certain amount or whatever to get in. They didn't just offer it to anyone. True. Yeah. But that being said, for some reason, they don't like consistency within numbers. So like the class, we were the second class to do it. We had 40 kids. I believe the class before us, uh, the class of 2018 was like eight kids in the program or whatever, eight, 10 kids. Then we had our 40 or whatnot, 36, 40, whatever it was. Then the class after us, class of 2020, yes, had a same thing, um, a smaller number of kids. The one after that had a much bigger number of kids. And now my sister, who's in the same program, has like eight kids in it. And I don't get it. Yeah, no, ours is definitely consistent because our school was, um, our school started off just high school. Right. And then I was the grade that filled out like a middle school. Oh, okay. And so ours is, is established. Huh. Um, but I, I loved every minute of it. And it really helped with like the transition to college because oh, 100%. like I was able to start driving my sophomore year. And so I was driving myself to college classes. And so. 16 year old me was 
in a college classroom, you know, with 21 year olds. Yeah, exactly. And, and so when I come here and my friends are like true freshmen and they are like struggling and they are just totally baffled by the whole college experience. It's like, I've been doing this for four years. <laughs> You're like, it's like, that's a flex on you not, guys. Not to flex, but it's, it's not that hard to schedule a class for yourself. Oh, this is mm-hmm. child's play. I just think that's pretty cool that you guys did something because I've never heard of this before. I didn't get four years of college. I only went to physical college my senior year. The other ones were just like they had professors come in from the college to teach in high school yeah. courses. So I'm a little jealous. For most of, of ours, only like freshman year, they had a teacher come in for like right. English 111. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it you would do online. But once you're able to drive, like I said, the community college was down the road. Yeah. You would just drive yourself to your class. Um, it it worked out great. Best decision. Saved so much money. Wow. <laughs> I think altogether my associate's degree was like four hundred dollars. Nice. Wow. I can't say I saved much money that last year because uh, the way it worked, we had block scheduling. And so we had to, we only had four classes a day and we had those same four classes throughout the week, throughout the semester. And when we hit, we hit senior year, we had one co- we had like three or four college classes, which as you know, only meet like once a week. And then we had one class at the high school, which meant five days a week. Those classes were exclusively fourth and fifth period. So the latter half of the day, it was like after 1230 or whatnot or whatever. And most people had it fifth block, pushing it to like one o'clock or whatnot. And that being said, we would all go out to eat between our classes at like the diner that was right up the road. From oh, the yeah, school. we would all I would always go to like Taco Bell in between my <laughs> yeah. classes. Oh, also, fun fact, my school, we started at 1030. And we ended at 4.30. What? Yes. So um, I... What is college is this? this No, this was high school. This was high school, actually. This was high school? That's what I'm saying. Hi, everybody. My name's Mike Foley. Yeah, Mike Uh, Foley's here. Hi, Mike. Welcome back to King's Chaos, everybody. Your (laughs) favorite guest is here. $400. For an associate's degree? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. $400. Yes. Were you listening out there? You're like, oh, wow. That sounds like a great I just got out of class, and I was just like, I heard... Oh yeah, I only spent four hundred dollars on my associate's degree, and I'm like, what? You're like, I which, need to walk in here. Which both me and her got while after we graduated high school. What? At the same but time. Before we before graduated, we graduated before, high school. Before, exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right. You're a senior. I forget that sometimes. Yeah, but my high like, school started at ten thirty. Like, so therefore, I that I could not imagine. We started like seven, eight o'clock. Oh my god, I would die. What? So like, I am not capable of like waking up early because I'm used to school starting at like ten thirty. What? Granted, sometimes my college classes would be yeah. before then. I could not. I would go stir crazy if I had to wait till 10 o'clock to go to school. No, like the theory, uh, yeah. like our principal was like, we don't want students waking up at the crack of dawn. That's like unhealthy. Can, can your principal be given an award or something? Yes. Shout out to Gary Hill. <laughs> I want to give this man Shout a Shout out hug. to Gary. Like, holy, holy man. Uh, yeah. Stop myself. Because wow. I love the FCC with all my thank heart. you just as much as i love gary what was his last name gary hills gary hills gary hills if you're listening you're a great dude gary i'll <laughs> let you know that we talked about you yeah yeah well i know you're not used to getting up earlier for stuff but i thank you for coming on the show it's of course it's a it's an early block and you're one of the two adjs who actually signed up to come on here uh throughout this session so i thank you for that of course it makes me feel uh important Woo! <laughs> i had fun 
Thank you. I I, I was worried because you didn't know much about Unisana, so like I wanted to make sure you were included. My God. Yeah, we spent like the first half hour. Text me. I'm kidding. I put it in the looking for show chat. No, I know. I'm just. All right. I'm just. Well, uh, we are at the end, unfortunately, of King's Chaos. Uh, the one year anniversary of technically this show, give or take a few days, and the Hooray. one year anniversary of Unisonis, once again, give or take a few days. Hooray. We have three guests here Marty Zuniga, Hannah Cox, and Mike Foley. The best one. Thank you. Eh, you came late. So, hey, thank you, everybody. I'm a surprise. Yes. <laughs> have a great day. <laughs>